The thing that's getting me is the changing color correction, because the cone behind you keeps changing color. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch it. <laughs> that is <laughs> pretty funny. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I've got an idea. Ding. I had another one. Hello, listeners. This is your host and Game Master, Kat. It looks like we're back on a regular schedule, which means it's time for me to talk about games that are crowdfunding. This week, I'm very excited to tell you about Motel Spooky 9. Motel Spooky 9 is a solo RPG by Jam, at Jam on Twitter, about a visit to a love hotel for monsters. We here on the Chicks with Dice podcast are proud to support monster lovers in all of their endeavors, so we're honored to have the opportunity to help this game reach its funding goal. Currently, the game is on sale for $10 and sitting at just over 50% of its goal. Check the game out when you have a chance, and if it looks good to you, give them your support. If you'd like to hear more from us, you can check out our other podcasts, Unsound Theories and Marking Out with My Girlfriend. Marking Out also broadcasts live every other Friday at twitch.tv slash sosismedia. You can catch the VOD a few days later on our YouTube, the link for which will, as always, be in our show notes. If you'd like to support us, there are a few ways you can do that. First and foremost, you can tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is what podcasts were built on, and getting a friend to listen along with you is an exciting way to be a part of the process. The other thing you can do that really, truly helps us is to leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods. Every five-star review helps new people find the show and gets us closer to being able to make even better content for you. You can also support us by checking out the link in our Twitter, at SoSaysMedia. Now, with all that out of the way, let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. When we last left you, you had rolled initiative, and your order right now is PC, PC, NPC, PC. Who would you like to have go first, Aaron? Um, I would like to have Teener go first, actually. Okay. So that he can, the clothes can maybe get their attention. Like, distract them away from you running away with the stuff? And the droids, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, um, Teener is going to use his dc15s that is one success and two threats so as the balantologists are scaling the building and running towards you stun clubs and blasters raised tina levels his blaster and takes a shot at the lead dude the dude staggers falls behind one of his comrades and resumes running tina says over comms Alright boys, we're distracting them so Captain Plex can get out of here. Keep them busy, and do your best not to let Reba get shot. 
it's okay if they shoot BT. Are the droids also on this calm no. channel? Okay, good. <laughs> I heard that. We're actually still just right behind them. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is now another PC slot. Um, who would you like to have go next? Uh, I think now would be a good time to make that escape. Okay. So, ideally, this would be getting Plex and the droids into the tree line further. Mm -hmm. So that maybe they can at least find something to dive down into to get out of line of sight. Hide in a culvert or something. Yeah. For 36 hours. Yep. Like that guy on YouTube that I watched. <laughs> okay, um, so can I have you roll a... Let's call it an average perception. Yellow and two green. Ooh, two advantages and one failure. So you definitely don't find any cover. And in fact, your hasty retreat is made all the more obvious when the setting sun glints off of Reba's dome and makes it fairly obvious that there are people and robots running away that way. Maybe we should stop them. We should have dulled her coat. Never. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but that does give the clones a pretty distinctive advantage on their next turn, unless you want to make it a black dye for the Balantologists, and the glint off of Reba's dome briefly blinds them. Are the Balantologists up next? They are. Yeah, we're going to take that black tie then. Okay. That works perfectly for me. Um, the Balantologists running towards the clones duck behind cover when the glint of Reba's dome strikes them in the eyes. They're going to fire at a rather difficult range for them at Plex. I rolled two successes, one advantage, one failure, one threat. So one success net. Mm -hmm. Plex, you're going to be taking nine damage minus soak. So six damage. Ouch. And that's with your soak? Yep, I have three soak. Hey. Oh, I do have defense, though. Does that count for anything? Yeah, that should have added... Yes, a black die oh. to the attack. That is a wash. The black die came up blank, so no All effect. Right, cool. That could have saved you, though. So, like, good pointing out. So the one of these dudes just through sheer force of will and the power of luck and maybe the force hits you, Plex, in the shoulder as you're running away. It's that same shoulder that's gotten shot before. Um, it, it's probable that at least one of the clones is going to start calling that your lucky shoulder. <laughs> I'd rather they didn't, but I don't think I can stop no, them. No, you cannot. So you are slightly put off by the fact that you now have a blaster. Have you, you had a blaster shoot you in the goddamn arm. But it is now the clone's turn. Orange and Jack. <laughs> Jack, the least important clone. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that poor gambling addict. <laughs> Yeah, he doesn't appreciate being called that. <laughs> Orange and Jack level their blasters and then think, wait a second. What would Mitch stick do? And they throw a grenade at these guys running towards <laughs> them. Uh, let's roll that grenade, baby. One success, one advantage. So they're going to be doing eight damage. And we are now back to the top of initiative. Or at least we would be if, Plex, you didn't hear someone very nearby to you. Oh, no. You're the Imperial from before, aren't you? Quickly, this way. Yeah, no, that sounds good. <laughs> Not going to think about this. You see dugging out from behind a tree a familiar looking figure. Someone who you had met once before. Whose voice you've heard a number of times. It's the archaeologist. Yes, Lieutenant Zakaria Pantoris, or Lieutenant, if you use her accent. As we should. <laughs> Follow me, I'll get you out of here. 
Are you sure, Lieutenant? Like, they might see you here. This is hardly the worst thing I've done. Fair enough. Do you follow? Yes. Okay, so I'm going to do some dice rolls off to the side in a little bit to resolve what's happening with Teemer. Hopefully they're all fine. <laughs> Clex, you and the droids follow Zakaria Pantoris through the woods and down into a ditch. In that ditch, behind some leaves and sticks, fairly well disguised, you're led to a little, like, hidey hole kind of dugout base. And that is where we'll switch over to Keel. The sound of two roaring quad bikes weaving through woods, rolling over logs and snapping sticks and crunching leaves and compacting some glowing fungus echoes through the forest as you are being chased. It is currently your turn. You are, as I recall, engaged with the second speeder, the first one having blown up while it tried to do a jump. And by speeder, I do mean quad bike. And you you and Matchstick have your combined turn. How far out from the uh, ship are we? Or like how far how far from the turn? Can I can I make a a roll to check that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, can I have you roll? I guess perception would make the most sense. Like perception. Can I argue? I mean, they're both the same, so I'm gonna go with matter. perception um, just to see, like you know, basically your perception of time and distance is what's being checked here. I was gonna go with survival but yes either or i think both would work yeah. um what is my difficulty this would be average okay uh that is a success with a threat you're about just based on your current speed maybe a minute or two from when you need to make the turn okay what would you like to do i'm gonna turn off early oh um, to try and cut off somehow the first speeder, or the first guy that, that broke off. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe not cut off, but like avoid altogether if I can. That makes perfect sense. Um, so yeah, so I uh, veer the speeder off to the left a little bit um, and make my way into that part of the wood. Okay, so what I would like to do to add a little bit of flavor is to have you roll a piloting planetary check for this. Okay. Specifically uh, because you need to pilot in such a way that you're not opening yourself up broadside to being just completely wiped out by a bunch of guys shooting lasers at you. Okay. Um, it's my difficulty. Average. Okay. Um, cancel, half cancel, success with a threat. Sick. Okay. These dice have been interesting today. Not bad, just interesting. You make a turn that you judge to be difficult to follow. At the distance that they're currently following, if they wanted to turn at the same time as you to, like, basically cut you off. In order to maintain. Or to maintain Mm -hmm. distance, they would have to turn directly into a tree so you pass a tree you cut the turn right as right as soon as the tail passes the tree so you know that they would be turning into a tree if they turned right away so they have to keep going a little bit to match your exact course um that is going to as a result require that they also roll the same piloting planetary check on their turn but you've managed to make your way back towards the orum when you hear up ahead of you, the sound of another engine. It's distant, but it's present. And that is your threat. Sorry, so I'm at the Aurum now? No, or? you're making the turn back towards the Aurum. Got it. Okay. And in the on. distance, you hear another engine. Okay. Um, for the second half of the turn, it is now Matchstick's turn. Matchstick is going to fire his wonderful DC-15, since that seems to be what's giving him the most luck with shooting these guys. Uh, but I'm going to upgrade the difficulty once. So you guys have two force points again. Three successes. The pilot is struck by a blaster shot. Matchstick is on fire with his DC-15 today. He 
shoots the pilot directly through the helmet. The quad bike, as this pilot is shot in the head, accelerates to beyond its normal maximum threshold. It seems like he has slumped over in such a way that the bike is now no longer piloted and going beyond its max speed. He's effectively flooring it. And he floors it straight towards a giant fallen tree before the co-pilot on the back, the gunner, grabs the handlebars, jerks it away, and the quad bike begins to roll because all of that momentum is still going forward. And the one remaining guy, basically mid-roll, tries to jump off and on his turn will begin to try to shoot at you guys. Speaking of which, it is his turn. Hey, Matchstick! Yes, sir! Making a turn off here. Get ready. Blast is ready, sir. Try and cut them off if you can. Book em and cook em. Matchstick is trying out a bunch of different catchphrases. <laughs> I don't think Not a huge fan keep, of that one. Uh, keep working yeah. on it. <laughs> you can find better. Uh, no, it, it came out and I wasn't happy with it. Uh, Criff, did you see that? No, your eyes are forward. Uh, I shot the pilot. They're rolling and I think we Good got work. away, sir. Don't get, don't get complacent yet. We, I don't know. Don't get complacent, adolescent. Uh, we still got at least one more to worry about. Keep your eyes open. Yes, sir. I mean, <laughs> so as Matchstick says, um, as Matchstick yells, I think we got him, and you say, um, nice shot or whatever. Nice shot, kid. Don't get cocky. When you say that, a shot from a blaster is speeding towards you. Sorry, it, uh, it does what? It hits. And it hits your speeder. Okay. Uh, that's two successes and one advantage. So the speeder is going to be taking six damage minus defense. I wouldn't say it explodes, but it's certainly worse for wear. Which is to say that it does catch fire. And I think I kind of want to go to SD at this point. I was really enjoying my break. I had a cookie. I know, I saw. You didn't tell me you're one of them, Jedi. What do you what do you mean? I ain't one of them. That's what this is all about. They keep trying to get me to join them or something. You might not be one of those paleontologist creeps, but I saw you using I saw you use the force. You're a Jedi. Okay. Well, I think it's important that we draw a distinction here. Because the Jedi were like on the Jedi Council. Like, Jedi was not just anyone who uses the force, The only right? thing I'm drawing here is a blaster. It pulls out a pistol. You gonna shoot me? I don't... I don't know, sir. You're not gonna Chris. shoot me. Listen. Stop moving. We need to get out of here. We need to go rescue the rest of your boys. They don't matter. We- I don't matter. Killing the Jedi is what matters. <sighs> Griff. The Jedi were exterminated. Then what are you? I'm Space Dumpster. A Jedi. Am I wearing Jedi robes? Do I have a lightsaber? Can I fly with my mind? I, the Jedi like, can't fly with their minds. I. Well, I don't. I heard a lot of stories <sighs> growing up. Just stay where you are. Listen, Kevin. We can get through this. I don't know what's gotten into you. I'm sure Teener can help. I ain't no Jedi. And I ain't none of these. I ain't trying to be any of them. I don't know what's gotten into you. It's clearly... Not good. But I ain't a Jedi. I saw you use the force. I don't know what I did. I'm going to be honest. I'm kind of just as confused as you are. I don't know. Tell you what. Get back to the ship. You tell everyone else what I did. Y'all decide if I'm a Jedi. But for now, it would be awful kind of you to quit pointing that gun at my face. And let's go, you know, find the others. Make sure they're safe. 
the people you not only do you matter kiffin all the gold squad matters our whole crew on the arm matters and i know they matter to you can i have you roll oh yeah my famous social skills yeah hmm. i'm gonna say negotiation okay and it's going to be opposed by Kibben's discipline. Of course it's a presence roll, you know? That stat that I got reduced? Um, against what? Sorry. It's going to be opposed by Kibben's discipline. Okay, well, I'm rolling one green die. I one success. Oh boy. Well, you're rolling against three green die. And they're all blank. No, but it is three advantages. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we lose space dumpster. <laughs> no, no, SD is successful. Oh. Like, that's actually exactly the kind of result he needed. Whew. That was fun. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, how do I know you're not using the Jedi mind powers on me? I don't... I can't trust you. It... Oh, Griff. My head. Okay. Who do you trust? I trust... First of all, okay. Are you injured? I... Like, is there something wrong with your head? I feel like my head is on fire. Yeah, that's... Okay, we need to get you to Tainer. He's the closest thing we got to a doc. You're right. We really ought to get a doctor on the arm. We can sort this out. I assure you, I'm now a Jedi. Again, no ropes, no lightsaber. I can't make food appear out of my hands. That's not a thing that the Jedi can do. Again, I've just heard a lot of stories from when I was a kid. I... Okay. I need to put you in binders, though. I would prefer that you didn't. Can you... You're right, it's not safe. We need to get you back to your squad and back to the ship. We'll figure We'll figure it out then. I promise I will not let you get hurt. I sure as wills will not hurt you. You saved my Kerfin life back there. Now let's get back to the ship. Move out, soldier. Yes, sir. We'll see if we can find some painkillers along the way. It seems like a nasty migraine you got. Um, Tina makes us carry a pack of pain pills with us just in case. So. Oh, yeah, you might, you might want to pop one of those. Absolutely. Um. If any water again, not Jedi can't make water appear. I thought it was that the Jedi could turn water into wine, sir. That one's new to me. Um, but again, I didn't even know the Jedi were real till I like crash landed on this planet, and there's all these. I still don't really know what to believe, honestly. Um. Let's find you some water. Let's right. get the criff out of here. We need to start moving. All right. Yeah, let's get that blood moving. Yep, it'll help. Um, we should grab the lightsaber. I'm pretty sure that's just a large plasma torch, based on kind of my analysis. But I'd happily grab at least the part that connects to the giant power no, no, pack. No, leave the power packs, but. Like, if there's okay. anything specific about that thing that makes it a lightsaber-ish. Yeah, we can take it apart take. and take a look at it. See, this... I, I, those pills must be helping already, because this is... I, you're starting to sound like yourself. Yeah. I'm um, sorry, Estee. I have no idea where that came from. Listen, we have had a lot of stress. We were just in several life-threatening situations in a row. I don't know how I'm this calm, frankly. Uh, probably because I just like, you know, yep. got a lot of energy and rage, rage out. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, 
That makes perfect it, sense. It, you know, it, it makes you feel pretty good, honestly. Um, I'll have to uh, punch the crew out of the next one we see. Sounds like a plan. Let's. I don't think we should take the front door. Oh, oh, God, no. Um, so, let's see. All of their tech is old. Now, normally that would be a good thing, but frankly, it's kind of old to the point where I don't super understand. It's a little before my... I don't understand, sir. I thought you were ancient. (laughs) Kippen, like, gently elbows you. We'll see how you look when you're 48, all right? We'll probably be dead. (laughs) It's just how it is for clones. 48 is (sighs) 90-something? Yeah, 96. I believe you can make it. I'd have trust. That being said, let's actually start walking. Yes, sir. And, um, yeah, I think we're going to try to find a back route out of here. Okay, so going to remind you where you are. You are currently here at the lifts. If you go backwards, you head towards the boiler room and the testing zones or Zunab Tarsk's office. You could take the elevators or you can continue this way. So when you guys separated, I believe the command was, or the, the reason you separated was so that Plex and Keel and Tiner could go get the rest of Gold Squad and the droids. So I think the logical thing is for you to take the elevators. Um, yeah, I would agree. Although I do want to bust into Zoom Abtark sauce. Zune Abtark's office. If you want to, you are able to. It's perfectly within your rights. If you want to, you are able to. Um, nah, not worth it. Okay. Go in the elevators. You take the lifts up. You hear some elevator music as you make your way up. When you reach the next floor, you notice a very strong breeze coming from one direction. Wait, do does Gold Squad have their bucket on? Yes. At this point, I believe they would, yeah. Oh, okay. Sight, can you just radio? I can check. I mean, I doubt they have jamming tech on this base. I They barely even have wireless communications on this base. Tina, come in. Kippen, are you and Esty all right? Uh, yes, sir. Mostly. Uh, Esty looks pretty badly hurt. His ear's broken again. Are you kidding? His ear's broken again. It was 20,000 credits. How are we going to afford that a second time? We can't afford that a second time. Oh, uh, Captain Plex, you're on the comms, too. Yeah? That, we, we already talked like this. Okay, fair. Is, is everyone here, or is it just the three of us? No, I'm here. I'm here too. So, where's Matchstick? Oh, uh, with, uh, Kranich still. Still? We haven't heard back from them. Uh, so you're going to have to be a bit more specific for me. Um, SD and I have been fighting a Jedi, and unaware of what's going on. Well, we're all kind of split up right now. Who's Kipping, get back to Gold Squad. They are at... Wait, you're not with... Gold Squad. Uh, nope. Okay. I I will I will be back with more information after. Uh, Roger, over and out. Okay, SD. Yeah. They're all criffing idiots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they've. We kind of knew that. That's, wouldn't be part of the crew of the Orum if you weren't kind of a little bit of a himbo. I don't think I know that word. It's a clonlennial thing. I don't think I know that word either, but let's get going. Okay, Boomer. Is that... Did you know a cloning, like, Boomer? Was that, like, Matchstick? Blue blue stuff up? I suddenly hate Kiffin. Plex, within this little hidey hole that you've been directed to, you finally get a moment to breathe. 
you see Zakaria Pantoris and a rather disheveled looking younger man. He he looks from your estimation, half Twi'lek, half human, or thereabouts. So these are the people you brought with you? Oh, sorry. I probably should introduce myself. Are you with the Resistance? Resistance? Yes. No, but I'm now intrigued. The Balandologists control most of the planet, but um, some of us reject their teachings. We've been labeled uh, suppressive persons and kicked out of the civilization, so we've formed a resistance. I would assume from your closing that you are not one of them, so you must be resistance. Uh, not quite. We crash-landed a day ago? How long have we been on this Just planet? about a day at this point. Yeah, okay. Uh, about a day ago. All <laughs> of this was a day ago. It's been a very <laughs> busy day for you guys. We're all very tired. And... Well, we met the Balantologists. Um, they don't like us. That is probably a good thing? I'm taking it as a good thing. So, um, with apologies, my name is uh, Tezemu. Tezemu. Tezemu, yes. And you are? Plex Schlutzel, Captain of the Orem. Captain of the Orem? Um, you is... Sorry, I'm just now processing that you said you crash-landed here? Yep. In... Uh, from space. From space. I'm going to give you a second to think about this. Zachary, are you sure that they are not, you know, he does a little swirly thing next to yeah. his head. Are you sure that this is like, it? this is a good idea? They seem a little... Mm-hmm. No, if I've... They're... You know that I'm from space as well, right? They're from the same empire that I served. They can be trusted. They're loyal to the empire. Ha. Huh. Sorry, my calm just beeped. <laughs> <laughs> You've got it set to keel going, huh? <laughs> That's Flex's yeah, ringtone. <laughs> no, no, no. Or the text there. Keel, keel, keel stole Flex's communicator a while oh, back and changed her ringtone to, huh? <laughs> and she hasn't been able to figure out how to reset it since. Yep. <laughs> so you are with the empire. Is it possible for you to take us off planet with you? I mean, we'll have to worry about that in the future. Is... We have to worry about getting off planet. Still, we crashed. So you need uh, resources. We're going to fix the ship. Yeah. Do you know what you need? I don't. My mechanic will whenever he gets back here. It's around this time that the um. That your calm goes off again. <laughs> Is your device okay? Do you need anything for your robots? Um, BT, Reba? No, just to take it off this planet. Yeah, I. I. Okay. Uh, no, the robots should be. The droid should be fine. Uh, so at this point, you have that conversation. You now know that SD and Kippen survived and they're headed towards Gold Squad. Is Gold Squad still in a fight? Yes. Okay, probably go back now that we know this is here and make sure they all find their way here. Are you trying to fight the Balantologists? I'm. Have you. Are your men engaged with with them in battle at this moment? Uh, yeah. I was hiding the droids and then you showed up and now we're here and I know where here is. Do you want to go so back to the fight? I should probably get back fight? to my squad. Can I come with you? Yeah, I don't see why not. That works for me. You make your way back to the battlefield where you see a fairly injured teener, a heavily injured orange, and multiple dead paleontologists as well as someone in a slightly more advanced looking uniform, you know, custom cape and everything like that. The the kind of thing that we've seen before. Not wielding a lightsaber, but wielding a blaster pistol. And he looks f- pretty much worse for wear. 
seems like the clones have handled themselves pretty well, but they're also in desperate need of some backup at this point. So your arrival is absolutely perfectly timed for keeping your boys alive. Well, let's make our presence known and take a shot at this guy then. Yeah, absolutely. Two green. Have they already shot this thing? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember the last time I was directly involved in combat. Roll three advantages. Okay. That's why I don't get involved in combat. No, that's fair. Um, you, 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 a, you, you steady your wrist-mounted blaster. You charge it up so you're not shooting lemons. You're shooting blue waves instead, and it. Coming from a different angle completely draws his attention. Your advantages are that he is more susceptible to Gold Squad. Hooray. Because he's now being surrounded by you guys. So there's an additional two slots in an, th three slots in initiative. Uh, two slots, let's say. So there is a second NPC turn and a third piece and a fourth PC slot. So it is now a second, the second of two PC slots. Would you like to have Tiner go? Would you like to have uh, the clones go? Would you like to have Tezemu go? Uh, I'm kind of curious what Tezemu can do. Tezemu pulls out a light blaster pistol and and fires on the slightly more advanced looking guy. That is a wash. But it seems like he definitely hasn't shown you the full extent of his power. It, he, You hear him say an unfamiliar word that you know definitely is a swear because nobody says a word like that without it being a swear. <laughs> uh, he says, his, oh fuck, I missed. Plex, I'm sorry. I normally am a better shot. Well, get him next time. If so, until next time, yeah. Uh, the, the guy you've been shooting at has his attention drawn completely to you, and he is also, similarly, gonna shoot at you. As they tend to do. Um, he's shooting directly at you, Plex. You're going to take... That's one success and one advantage, so no crits, but you are going to As take... As they tend to do. <laughs> seven damage. Ow. Minus uh, soak. Yeah, so I'm at uh, one wound left. I was hoping Tizemu would do something more effective. <laughs> I mean, he will, eventually. Open completely to the clones now, though. Um, they are going to open fire on this chap with their DC-15s. That is one success, one triumph, and one threat. So technically... Much better. Two successes... And two successes, one of those from a triumph, and a threat. So, jolly good show from a very injured Jack and Orange, who are going to be dealing 10 damage and a crit. So this guy is also, similar to Plex, almost dead. <laughs> and let's oh, get that good. crit table. 56, which is... Agonizing wound. Target increases the difficulty of all brawn and agility checks by one until this critical injury is healed. So, yeah, dead is a pretty apt thing to say there. <laughs> the random assortment of... Actually, the one guy left is going to shoot at the clones because, boy howdy, is he upset that his boss got shot in the face. That is a complete wash. It is now the last PC slot. So actually the last PC slot would mean that Teener goes and then it resets so anyone can go. So Teener is going to seeing the daze and the agonizing wound that this balantologist has is going to level his blaster and say something Teener-ish like, uh, Boy, I sure do love my boyfriend Keel. Crikey. <laughs> yes. I do love having gay sex uh -huh. with my boyfriend, Keel. We haven't fucked yet. I know. But in the fan fiction, he writes. Yeah. yeah. No. You think Teener would write that? Teener no, doesn't. No, no, no. no, no. Teener doesn't. Teener does not Tiener write lemons. Teener doesn't lemon. write the fucking. But, but, but no. Teener writes lemons, but they're hand holding lemons. 
Yes. Oh. <laughs> I hate that I know what a lemon is. Uh, so Tina rolls one success, one triumph, and two threats. This guy is dead. <laughs> Tina levels his blaster, taking careful aim, and says, I just want to get the criff out of here. Pew! We track the blaster shot with the camera as it hits this guy who is taking aim to shoot one final time at Plex. And Tina takes him out and he collapses into a crumpling heap with a smoking wound in his chest. It is now back to the top of initiative. Plex, who would you like to have go first? I would like Plex to go first. To hide behind something and start doing stims. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Plex, you do that. Take your healing. Yay. If you take too many of them, you have to start rolling for, like, addiction or something? No, they just become less potent mm-hmm. as you take more and more. Yeah, that's well, right. These are, like... We've about addiction before, so... <laughs> these are also battle emergency <laughs> stims. Like, Plex isn't going to be using them all the time. Okay, uh, one more PC slot. Um, let's give uh, Tazemu another chance. <laughs> Tazemu says, uh, Okay, fuck this blaster. I'm using a grenade. And pulls out a rather large-looking, intimidating grenade. Uh, I don't know why I used the blaster first. I'm so much better with these. And he hucks a grenade. That is two advantages and a triumph. (laughs) No successes, though. (laughs) Just the triumph? It It still wipes the guy out. Yeah. That was, uh... Wow. What... Your men are very strong. Are you sure you want to leave? The Resistance could really use someone like you. We kind of have a day job. We have to leave. You have a day job? Yes. It's more important than freedom? <laughs> I got bills to pay. We have a planet to liberate, and you're saying you're Imperials. Yeah, g- g- we're still here for a while, so we can figure all this out. How would he know about Imperials? Because he's friends with Zakaria, who canonically has mentioned being an Imperial to him in this episode. Three minutes ago. <laughs> well, but I know, but like, context how, for... how would he have the, yeah. like, Cause the I, opinion? I, I assume Zakaria is also frequently very selfish, and that is his <laughs> yeah. perception of Imperials. Keel, you are currently dequad biked. Um, are we dequad biked yet, or is it just on fire? I don't think I've I've done any. Technically, it's just on fire. fire. Your quad bike is currently on fire. Um, and not in the cutesy sort of Anakin way, where he's able to fix it during the pod race. It's working! Yeah, so a shot rings out from behind you in the smoldering wreckage of the bike that was just chasing you. And it strikes your... It strikes your quad directly in its engine block. The engine catches fire but doesn't explode. Things are not looking good for your squad bike, but you're able to pilot it a little bit longer. The, the shot was from behind, correct? Yes. Okay. Um, matchstick, off the bike! Yes, sir! Generally speaking, don't want to stay on a bike that's on fire, sir. Copy that. Um, I want to turn the bike around and send it off towards behind us and jump off. Bike bomb, gotcha. So, uh, can I have you roll... Let's go with piloting planetary. You have okay. to make a hard piloting planetary check. Because it is on fire and like I'm like being burned. I want to spend a force point. Go for it. Okay. Um, I lost a die. I genuinely no idea where it went. It died. Uh, so that was a threat, a blank, uh, two successes, 
two advantages, a triumph, and failures. So a wash with a triumph and two advantages. How do you want this to work? I'm going to leave this up to you. I trust your vision. Also, your so face looks really I, cute I, when you I do that. I don't manage... Sorry? Your face looks really cute when you do that. You get your little Emma teeth, and I love that. And also, I'm just really in love with my wife. Sorry, this is really gross and gay. Okay. Um, so I, ha- I know how I want that to work. Um, so I'm not able to turn it around completely. That's where the failure comes in. Uh, the two advantages are I'm able to get off the bike mm-hmm. safely. The triumph is that it goes crashing into a tree, and the guy pursuing us thinks that we crashed and died. Or I crank the wheel, or I crank the handlebars as if to turn it around 180 degrees, but the steering is shot at this point. And I manage to point it off towards a tree and jump off just as the engine block starts to explode. The vehicle hits the tree, and there's a huge explosion such that no one would survive. I like it. Uh, the two of you, I'm going to say you guys like hide behind some trees or some rocks or something like that. Basically, yeah. you, using that distraction, duck out of sight. Yeah. Um, you're kind of off the beaten path in like a little bit of a... Uh, after Matchstick rolled off the bike, he got into like cover behind some bushes. Mm-hmm. And Kiel did the same thing, but on the opposite side of where they were, like, traveling. Um, um, yeah, yeah, that that works. Um, Matchstick motions to Kiel, like, does a, like, a hand signal to Kiel to, like, stay down and, like, wait for a few minutes. And Kiel's, like, just shrugs going, I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> he, 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 like, holds his hand out I flat. never learned even. Go to sleep? He points at his Me? head. Me? You? I know. I sleep? Okay. No. Shaking his head. <laughs> no sleep. He does peekaboo. You? Where'd he go? <laughs> he gets on the comms. Kill. Kill. Kill, uh- we really need to teach you the hand signs. Lie the creep It's fine, down. it's fine. We've got comms. You wait a few minutes, you hear, like, you hear some, like, it, you hear, uh, like, a walkie-talkie, yeah, no, uh, think they blew up, uh, but uh, I'm gonna need a ride out of here. Yeah, no, for sure, we'll be by to pick you up in a minute. And then you hear the rumbling sound of a quad bike engine. Can I have you roll an average stealth check? Oh, no. Ah, <laughs> They dropped another die. Uh, it's a failure with an advantage. All right then. Um, Keel sneezes, and so they know that at least Keel is alive. Um, the advantage is though they don't realize that both of us, or they don't know where Matchstick is. Three guys with blasters walk up to you. We heard you sneeze. Come on. Yeah, I figured you would. <sighs> All right. Are they being this chill after I killed their <laughs> their bunnies? Get up. They're just being balanced. They're just being balanced. Get up. F- fine, fine. What do you wh- What do you want? And then one of them hits you at the back of a blaster rifle in the gut. <sighs> you're lucky we're told to bring you in alive. Well, you're lucky I. They didn't say unharmed. He, like, socks you in the back of the... Like, you're kind of doubled over, ready to... Looking up, ready to give a quip, and then boom. Ah, keep quiet? Or there's more where that came from? Where did that come from? You get smacked across the face with the butt of a rifle. They've got you handcuffed, and they've kind of let their guard down. So, are you driving me back, or am I supposed to walk? Because it's pretty far. We're dragging you. I mean, I've thought about drag, but... You get hit another time. With all of these successive hits, I do believe you are knocked unconscious. Okay, I've been knocked unconscious, but with all of the, like, talking back, I want to lend a boost die for Matchstick when he inevitably does whatever he does. Absolutely, that is going to happen. That's fine. As 
they're milling about getting you ready. Like, they've got a rope tied to your handcuffs and everything like that to drag you on the back of the quad bike. The three of them are, are squeezed onto the bike rather uncomfortably. And you hear some leaves rustling behind you. And then... Surprise! Chicks with Dice is a production of So Says Media. To support the work we do, please go to Twitter and look for our pinned tweet. The game featured in this show is published by Edge Studios in compliance with their unnecessarily strict fan content policy. Remember, the best way to help a show is to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or Good Pods and to tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is the number one way a podcast gains new listeners. This episode features Aaron Cotter as Plex. Aaron uses they-them pronouns and can be found on their Twitter at Adorabold. 40 under 40 gay luminary Erica Rebecca Belsauce played Space Dumpster. Erica uses any all pronouns and can be found on his Twitter at Belsauce or on their Twitch also at Belsauce. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Emma Hislop played Kiel Krennic. Emma also uses any all pronouns. You can find them on Twitter at Nocturne Musings. It also featured me, Kathleen Hislop. I use... At this point, mostly she, her pronouns are weird. Change your pronouns for security reasons every three months. You can find everything I do on most platforms at Kat Celestia. All music for this show was written and performed by Sounds Like an Earful unless otherwise noted. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for his other tracks. And until next time, stay wizard. I didn't, I didn't even get to stand up and yell, I object. Well? Well, we didn't ask if anybody objected. We just asked if you had any reasons why we shouldn't be married. I object. So you would have, so you would have had to have been a little bit more specific. The reason you Phoenix, two right? should not get married is because you cannot marry an American to a Canadian. <laughs> the sensibilities simply don't make sense. One of you loves poutine, and one of you loves Taylor ham, egg, and cheese on a hard roll with salt, pepper, ketchup. Okay, well, I have had <laughs> Taylor ham, just not egg and cheese on a hard roll. Whatever. Hard roll, salt, salt, salt pepper, pepper, ketchup. ketchup. <laughs>